Hi, welcome to Say the One Thing Show. I'm Julia Chong, content marketing coach of The Blue Keyboard. Having 20 years of experience as a secretary, serving CEOs, and with a passion for content writing, now I help female entrepreneurs to tell their brand story. I believe that everybody has a story to share. This show is all about sharing my journey in business and strategies to help you to attract ideal clients and build communities. Welcome to my show. Hi, welcome to Say the One Thing. I'm Julia Chong and today's episode, I want to share with you how I overcome my fears by facing them on. So every one of us would have fears of some sort. Um, some people fear the night. Some people have fear of um, heights. Some people have fear of um, just uh, uh, space or fear of spiders. So many fears, right? So how each uh, each and every one of us can uh, conquer our fears is so we use different ways to, to face them and to overcome them. So for me, when I uh, went into business, I had a lot of fears because uh, I guess because also business is a new thing that I was doing, something new, something that I uh, wanted to do, but uh, probably um, didn't prep myself enough for it. Um, well, at the end of the day, you will never be 100% ready to go into business. So, but I went in... Um, I had uh, a, quite a few fears and what I did was I had to stop myself. I had to overcome this fear because I realized that if I keep um, uh, dwelling on them, keep thinking about them and not doing anything, then I would really not be able to do well for my business. So one of the fears that I had was a fear of failure. So I guess in, in this sense, most people would have that fear of failure. Uh, we are afraid that um, when we go into business, our business will fail. Um, uh, for me, I always have this fear that um, nobody will buy from me. Nobody believe me. Nobody would um, would engage me to to uh, to do work for them. So that's that fear. And when I had my first business, uh, the jewelry business, um, I, I kept having fear because... Um, being a handmade, handmade jewelry maker in Singapore, I was not sure if um, handmade jewelry are a big thing in Singapore. Um, although I know that people buy, but I don't know how well it's going to be received. So I have this fear that um, maybe people don't like my design, maybe people don't like me, or they don't like the brand. Um, but at the same time, I was getting uh, sales. I was selling you know, my bracelets, my earrings, my necklaces, I was selling them. There were uh, people buying, um, sales are coming in. But I still had this fear. It's so irrational, right? When you have sales, then you still have that fear. So my fear was like, what if one day the sales stop? What if people are tired of my things? So I started to have all these fears in me. So um, so how do I overcome all this? How do I overcome this fear? So um, if you remember, I attended this Millionaire Mindset Intensive. One of the sessions, the facilitator was saying that if you focus on something, if you, fo- uh, if you focus on something, it will expand. So if you focus on your, um, so if you focus on your, uh, what I call that, if you focus on your failure, then, uh, you know, it will stand, it will, ad- it will expand. So, uh, what I did was actually okay. So actually, <laughs> my was was way after my jewelry business. Sorry. So for 
for many, many years um, after the jewelry business, when I came into website design and so as coming into con- uh, content marketing, that fear is still there. So how I actually overcome that fear was not focusing on my failure, but focus on the success. So um, that's why the jewelry business, I it, I, it didn't take off. It just I just KIV it. And then when it comes to the website design orders and when I scoped down to myself as a marketing content coach, so I started to realize that, okay, I need to focus on the positive. I don't want to focus on the negative. So if I focus, I keep focusing myself on, say, uh, not being able to make it, then I probably will not be able to make it. So what I did was I focused on being successful as I vision myself uh, becoming a very successful marketing coach. I vision myself that my business uh, is successful and I also vision myself that I finally have financial freedom. Um, I have financial in- independence and that's how I overcome my fear. So if you have fear of failure, um, don't focus on the failure because if you focus on your failure, your mind keeps playing up a lot of things, a lot of negative imagination then with all this negative imagination, then your emotions become negative. And when your emotions become negative, everything will start not working out for you. Um, For me, uh, when I started having all these negative emotions, I started to go into depression. I didn't want to do any work. I run away. I I just uh, do other things other than uh, making sales, other than getting sales for the business. So if our focus, if our perspective, if our thinking is f- um, is on our success, if we envision ourselves being a successful person, then, um, then our emotions, our feelings will become positive. Then the more positive you are, then the more confident you get, then the more positive you tend to to become and then because of your positiveness then you will try to do things um to help your business grow so that's one of the ways that i face my fear of failure and the other thing is also uh the fear of being a fraud uh the other word is called imposter syndrome which i realized that a lot of us a lot of us entrepreneurs especially new ones and some even some uh very experienced ones have this uh, fear of being a fraud, have this imposter syndrome. So imposter syndrome is when we feel that we are not legit. We are faking everything. We are not credible. We are like fake. But actually, we are not. So if I, um, I realize that sometimes I talk to um, some other experienced entrepreneurs. Sometimes they are already like many, many years into the business, very successful. And once in a while, they still have it. They still have this feeling it's kind of natural to have this feeling also because of where they started off. Most of them may not start off as a, um, con- their, their 9 to 5 job may not be connected to the business. So when they pivot out, um, they had this sort of feeling, but because because they overcome it and because they're successful, once in a while that, that imposter syndrome will start to creep in, into their lives. So uh, so what more newbies like us when we first come into the business scene, we will always get that. Um, and I also believe that because uh, for me, because I was not a content writer in my 9 to 5 job, or maybe um, I when I came out, I didn't start off as a content writer. So the imposter syndrome... Uh, Stays the imposter syndrome always come up, 
And even when I started as a jewelry maker, again, I do not have any certificate or diploma in jewelry making. I was self-taught. I learned everything online. Remember, Google is my best friend. Uh, I um, in self-taught. I teach myself. I watch tutorials. I paid for classes. So um, all these little things that I learned, um, I'm able to produce uh, beautiful designs. But because of this imposter syndrome, I keep telling myself, you know, I I'm not legit or I'm not as good as some other who are wow, you know, uh, have. Uh, have certificates or have uh, gone into competition, have done this and that, and start to compare myself with them. So, mm, so, so that become like a sore point for me. And then when I became a content writer again, this imposter syndrome comes up again. Uh, and I have to tell myself, um, what I did was I constantly have to tell myself that um, I'm a good content writer, and I have a degree in. PR double diplo- uh, double major in PR and marketing so um, at least I have some sort of certification and I do write uh, not in the way that content writers are writing I do I do write in so many different forms and genres um, that that is enough uh, for me that's enough to to tell myself that you know I'm a good content writer and I'm a, and I and I am a good content marketing coach so that's how I overcome the um, the fear of being a fraud or what we call the imposter syndrome. So anytime when this thing come up, it's either a small voice telling you that you're a fraud or the feeling that you're a fraud. Think back of the things that you have done. Think back of all your successes, all your clients' testimonial. And then tell yourself that you are no longer an imposter because you have done uh, so many things, you have done so many projects, you have helped so many people. And all the people that you have helped, their lives have changed. Um, their business have uh, done better. Um, their, their, maybe their, their health is better. Uh, their, their mental wellness is better, depending on what uh, business you are in. So if the imposter syndrome comes up and uh, start to poke at you, then you should turn around and say, nope, I have done all this. I have track record. I have all my successes. So... But imposter syndrome no longer has a hold on me. So that's how I um that's how you can overcome it, and that's how I overcame mine. And the other one is I think uh, all of us in business would also feel this fear, fear of competition. Um, it's natural. We we can't help it because in every industry there are so many people doing the same thing. So in my industry, there's a lot of content marketing. Uh, writers, content marketing coach um, in the coaching industry is even bigger, right? There are so many life coaches, so many business coaches, so many relationship coaches, so many uh, money coaches. So there's so many of us there. So naturally, we feel there is competition. Definitely there is. Um, but if you look at it negatively, then you will be very intimidated. You will have uh, insecurities. You will have less confidence. You're gonna be ha- yeah yeah. You're gonna be uh, so afraid of uh, competition that you're not going to do any more for your business. You're going to look in instead of looking out. So, for me, what I did was I learned how to look at competitors and and study their success. I look at competitors and tell myself that if they can make it, so can I. 
um, I look at competitors and um, say, what can I do to make myself different from my competitors? Uh, one of the things I used to do was I took a, I used a spreadsheet and I go to every um, uh, content marketing writers. Um, sorry, it was before that. It was a personal branding uh, phase that I want to do personal branding. Uh, which Janisha, my coach, told me not to do. So at that point in time, when I want to become a personal branding coach, I went to look at all the personal branding coach online. And I look at their services, I look at their programs, and I list, it, list all of them down. And then I find a gap. I realized that a lot of uh, personal, at that point in time, probably about last year or so, I find that a lot of them do not have this thing. They don't concentrate on one thing. So they when they talk about personal branding, it's either uh, personal branding on social media, uh, personal branding on image, uh, personal branding on uh, uh, image, personal branding on so, uh, uh, confidence, right? So they, and I realized that they do not talk about personal branding as in you. They don't tell you to look at yourself. Ask yourself who you are, what you stand for. They don't. They just, it's very surface, it's very external. But personal branding is all about you. It's you. You are the brand. The brand is you. So you need to know who you are. You need to be grounded. You need to know who you really are, what you stand for. So establish that foundation so that when you, when you translate out into external, like how you, how you position yourself on, uh, on social media, how you position yourself in the business, how you... Um, brand yourself on social media, how, how your brand is going to look like, then it makes more sense. So that's how I, I look at competitors and not uh, looking at them uh, with fear, but look at how I can uh, fulfill a gap which uh, none of them have done. So that's how I do. I even come to my content marketing, uh, content marketing coach as a content marketing coach, I did the same thing. We did the same thing. I brainstormed with my uh, coach and we come to this uh, conclusion that, well, I can say the one thing of the same thing in 10 different ways because I love to do that. I love to take a blog post and spin off three to four kinds of social media posts from there. So that is, that is how I um, overcame my fear of competition to set myself apart so that um, I don't feel competition and in fact competition is healthy uh, in fact uh, maybe there's another one or two more people who's like me it's okay because you know we, we, we come in differently we bring different things to the table so that is how I overcome all my fears so today if you have one fear two fear or a lot of fears in your life um, do something about it talk to someone get a coach get a friend um, get a business buddy talk to them um and learn how to overcome your fears. Um, because really, fear is nothing but fake evidence appearing real. So if the evidence is not real, then there's no fear to it. So remember, fear is fake evidence appearing real. If the evidence is not real, then you do not have to fear. So that's it for today. I look forward to having you in my next episode, where I'll be sharing with you about my struggles and how I overcome them as well. Till then, God bless and goodbye. Thank you for joining my show today. I'm grateful to have you here with me. If you'd like to keep going and want to know more about our mentorship, training programs, and done-for-you services, come and visit me at soulrichwoman.com. That is S-O-U-L 
R I C H W O M A N dot com. If you happen to receive this episode from a friend or family member, be sure to subscribe to our email list over there. Once you've subscribed, you'll become one of my Soul Rich Woman family. Be courageous and live your life with significance, and I'll speak to you soon.